Hey, this is Madeline. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to your Lucky You're Cute. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. I was just talking to Abby on the phone and she told me just like the most horrific story. And she was like, we always do like updates with each other before we go on the podcast just so we know like where our head's at going in. And today she just hit me with the like the most appalling facts ever. <laughs> I don't think it's that appalling. Like I kind of liked. Okay. Do you want to explain the situation? Okay. And then like we can let the listeners decide how appalled they should be. Okay, I'll explain the situation. So I was hanging out with this guy, and I we were like leaving his apartment, whatever. And he went to walk me to the Uber that he got me. And he, I guess, like, <laughs> I don't even know what what the thought process was behind this. But when he left his front door, when we left it together, he didn't put shoes on. His, like, stairs to his apartment building were carpet. So I was like, okay, like, it's fine. It's carpet. It's like, I wouldn't do that. But, like, he's a man. He's just a boy, right? It's like we're walking down the stairs. And I assume that he's going to, like, give me a hug goodbye at the bottom of the stairs because I was like there's a no way this man is stepping outside with no shoes next thing I know he's raw dogging the New York street like his dogs are out on like in midtown Manhattan and he's walking me all the way down the block to my uber first of you all didn't tell me that oh yeah the uber's in the corner I thought the uber, the uber was like three feet no 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 no, like- no 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 the uber is on the corner <laughs> look at a cross. So, I told Madeline the story as a very small part of a larger story, and I didn't even think it was that <laughs> big of a story. And Madeline's like, wait, 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 back up. <laughs> Hold on a second. And I was like, what? <laughs> but here's my thing. I kind of like it. <laughs> you make a good point. I will say, like, there's a chance that, like, he literally went inside and got in bed. Just, like, New York. He just, like, straight and all, like, Slipped those grimy little toes just under the covers in between the sheets. And it's like, nighty-night. Like, absolutely not. He is a boy. And in in which case, I I would not be shocked. I can't imagine. He's like, <laughs> let me go, like, rinse my feet in the shower. Like, sit on the side of my sink and, like, wash my toes with my face wash like I would. Like, no. He absolutely, like, just went to bed. But, okay, but let me raise you. Let me tell you why I think it's a green flag. Okay. <laughs> You look so scary. <laughs> Abby sees so many things as green flag. <laughs> so basically, first of all, the man was so dedicated to walking me to the car that he did it without shoes on his feet. He could have put shoes on his feet. You put shoes on your feet. Were you wearing shoes five minutes ago? I doubt it. No. <laughs> so he could have put shoes on. Secondly, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what people think of him. He doesn't care. Like, he's just, like, he he's raw dog in life. Tetanus or diseases <laughs> or the Black Plague. I had a friend who got the Black Plague off of, after eating a grape off the street in New York City. Okay? It happens. I literally did tell him that. I was, like, I was concerned I was going to have to take you to the ER because you got tetanus. Like, you, I'm going to have to give you a tetanus shot. I don't even know what type of diseases exist on the New York City sidewalk. I don't want to find out. I think a lot. It's safe to guess that a lot of them exist. I've been there. walking home after the club feet bleeding out with like 
millimeters of shoe between me and the ground in my high heels, I, my feet will fall off before I choose to walk on the sidewalk. Okay, but let me tell you this. What if you're with your man, a man, and your feet are hurting? Like, you're carrying. in heels, you're in heels, and your feet are, like, dying. Let's say he has a broken arm. He can't carry you. <laughs> he takes the shoes off of his feet and gives them to you. Does he have socks on? No. No, I'm suffering. We'll go into CVS no. and buy myself socks. <laughs> but he would do it. That's my and that's my conclusion. <laughs> no, you better be calling us an Uber right then and there. <laughs> Even if it's like two blocks, Uber me home if you're that much of a man. <laughs> no, it's just I there's no acceptable scenario. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I accepted it. <laughs> it made me giggle. <laughs> okay, up until this point, from what you were telling me, like I liked him, okay? I didn't see anything wrong. However, that would happen to me, and I'd be like, I hope you have a lovely evening. It was nice getting to know you. I don't see this going any further. Thank you so much. I hope you find what you're looking for. And that's where we differ. <laughs> oh, I, just, I like how I wasn't planning on sharing this in the podcast, and I was just telling you, and you were like, no, no, no. This is going on the podcast. We should just start a series where it's things that anyone else would disagree with me on, but that I believe in so passionately. I think that's already just called our podcast. That, that's true. <laughs> Most of the things I say, you're like, mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have to say, for my opinions, this podcast has been very reaffirming. <laughs> it has been. It literally has been because half the things I say, the general population disagrees with. And it's nothing that controversial, just like stupid things. But I apparently have a lot of hot takes. I asked someone else about the booth discussion and they were like, obviously I'd sit across. And I was like, when is it my turn? When is it my turn? But I guess that's like a pretty, well, actually, no, wait, what are your updates? This can't be the only update that we have. So, you know, I've been t- saying that I want to get a dog for like the past three years, two years. Actually. Yes, of course. And I've been trying to get a guide dog with guiding eyes for the blind. Uh-huh. Um, they're this um, nonprofit organization that gives you puppies to raise eight weeks to a year and a half, and then they go to puppy college and get trained with their handler and then their owner and then go off with them and assist this blind person in living independently. Oh. Wonderful program. Super passionate about it. I did it in high school. I raised two dogs. My first dog passed and my second dog, like she passed as in like she passed the program, not she's dead. Oh, okay. She I was like, the- <laughs> I was like, oh. like did you see my face? I heard myself say it, and I was like, that sounds like she died. (laughs) You said it so casually. Like, the first one, she's gone. She didn't make it. It was a really tough program. It's a good thing. Like, she passed her. She passed into being a guide dog. Like, she passed her test. Like, she's a fully-fledged guide dog. She's out there. She's working in Hong Kong with her owner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very important dog. And our second one did flunk out of the program and is now our lovely family pet. So sweet. (laughs) She's just a little nervous. She just gets a little anxious, has a little performance anxiety. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. She sounds like me. <laughs> so I've been talking to the organization again in the past month, um, going to puppy classes, meeting the dogs, meeting the razors, just seeing like what's going on. And today I had a home visit. So Oh my God, really? Uh-huh. So we had a it's over Zoom now. So I had a Zoom call where I just 
talk to one of the the head people, show them my apartment, talk about the dog. Um, is my home safe for a dog? Am I capable of taking care of the dog? Basically, just like making sure I'm not a creepo and my house isn't like a shack and creepo's house. A creepo's house, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's a big deal, though. And they said they found a dog for me. <gasps> Did you get any details? She's in Maine. She is a four-month-old yellow <laughs> When do we get to meet her? Or for a four-month-old yellow lab named Khaki. Oh, how cute is that? So the way they do it is they do each litter is alphabetical order. So there's like the A litter, the B litter, the C litter. Um, I had a dog from the D litter, Dina. And then my second dog was from the P litter, Patience. So now I might have a dog from the K litter, Khaki. How cute is that? That is so cute. They also try to give them unique names so that when you're out in public, you're not like Say, like, I don't know, what's a really common dog name? Luna. There's, like, 20 Lunas at the dog park at all times. Yeah. You can't name a guide dog Luna because if someone says Luna, like, that's going to distract your guide dog. Your guide dog has yeah. to be focused. So they all have to have relatively unique names. Mm. Some of the dogs they have now that are in puppy class are, like, Cowboy, Nacho. Oh, my gosh. Cowboy is a really cute name. Cowboy is really cute. Quarter. Like, just, like, cute puppy names but not super common. Khaki is also adorable. I think khaki is really cute. I feel like khaki kind of matches my vibe. It does. Wait, and when do you get khaki? Within the next week. Oh, <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm freaking out, babes. <laughs> like, a week, like, next time we record, like, puppy's going to be, like, sitting oh, next week. Oh, my God. I can't handle that. I can't handle that. This, is, this isn't good for me. <laughs> if I have to, I can't do it. If I have to look at a puppy and I can't touch the puppy... You got to come visit. You got to come say hi to the puppy. We could do our fall um, activities and you can come say hi to my puppy. So, yeah, they said um, they think she's still up for grabs. They think she's still looking for a home. Um, And they'll put me in for her today. So we'll see if it's confirmed. But it's like 90% positive right now she's coming to me. So I feel like you just told me we're pregnant. (laughs) Like, actually, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm like fanning my face. Abby, I'm kidding about the dog actually having a child. No. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Oh god. We should probably t- <laughs> we should probably tell everybody that I bought your ba- future baby socks this weekend. <laughs> That's fair. Oh my I, god. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to the socks, but yeah, dog. I am so excited for you. So they were like, "Yeah, you should probably go shopping," and I was like, y- "Yeah, you think I need to go shopping immediately?" <laughs> So that I went on a shopping spree. Mm-hmm. I bought way too much stuff and still not enough stuff. I'm getting baby gates and a dog bed for my parents. Eventually, I want to replace the dog bed because theirs isn't, like, the aesthetic that I'm going for. But, like, mm-hmm. it's fine for the first few months. They're giving me a dog crate. They're giving me leashes. I have to order food. They're giving me a few toys. Um, they're giving me treats and a treat bag and, like, all that stuff. I ordered mm-hmm. more toys. And I ordered... A way too expensive dog bowl. Oh my god. You wanna know how much I spent on this dog bowl? Because I figured I'm like, this dog bowl is gonna be used like every single day. It's gonna be out in my house. It's like a piece of furniture. We should invest in, you know, a nice looking dog bowl. I wanna say like $40. Is that expensive for a dog bowl? I wouldn't know. I don't know. That feels expensive to me. I feel like that is expensive for a dog bowl. You wanna know how much I spent? On a dog bowl? Okay, I want to say first, first, first of all, it's two dog bowls, water, food, 
and it's raised. Because, because if okay, if your puppy's drinking off the ground, like imagine drinking like upside down. Like you need to yeah. have it eye level with the dog. It like helps them digest better. Just dog mm-hmm. stuff. So I got a raised one. Two dog bowls raised. How much? My guess is still forty. I but I, like, oh, that would be a sane person purchasing stuff. But no, you have a twenty-four-year-old making bad financial decisions in the name of their pup, like every other twenty-four-year-old with a pup. How much? Two hundred thirty dollars. What, <laughs> Madeline? How? How on earth? It's cute. Why? It's cute. Why? You know what? You have a $50 lip gloss. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I have multiple $50 lip glosses. Well, I don't have any $50 lip glosses. I've had the same lip gloss for six years, which I should probably throw out. But instead, I bought a dog bowl. I need to see this dog bowl. Oh, it's really cute. I'll send you a picture. Where is it from? Etsy. Oh, my God. How was it that expensive? I'll send you a picture. I just sent it to you. Look at it. Okay. Can we put a poll on the Instagram with the picture of the dog bowl and say how much did Madeline spend on this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, it's loading. It's loading. The price on that isn't accurate because I got the large one, and that's the small price. I got the large. Even the small price is outrageous. Wait. Did okay, you- well, that's a, okay. That's so nice. <laughs> but how is that $230? All the other ones were ugly. Oh, what color did you get? Green. That's cute. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love you, but that's a crazy person purchase. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have it forever. Unless and anything the, for khaki. Unless the dog chews it, which I kind of now hope they don't chew it. I'll be really sad if they chew my no expensive dog bowl. I f- is it a girl? It's a girl. Khaki's a girl. I feel like she won't chew it. That feels like a hard thing to chew on. It's wood, though. Like, I know she could find a way. And... Yeah. But I don't know. I still feel like she won't. I feel like I could repair it. I could get some paint and some... I'm just going to put it out there in the universe that she's not going to chew it. Okay, good. Because I don't want her to chew it. Maybe I'll just cover it in lemon juice or something. Yeah. That's a good plan. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. You're literally going to be a dog mom in, like, a week. I know. I'm going to be a parent. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. They said she's really sweet and really kind, like a good, sweet dog, really calm. I can take her into work with me. Oh. How long will you have Khaki before she maybe goes to, like, uh, the blind person? I'll probably have her for about a year because she's four months old now, so. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm so excited for you. Thank you, this is a huge deal. I got off the phone and I was like freaking out and called my sister immediately. Oh my God. I bet she was so happy. She was so happy. She was mostly just laughing at how like hysterical like I was because I was <laughs> hysterical. I wanted, wanted a dog for so long. Mm-hmm. Can I be its godmother? Sure. <laughs> You're like, yes, dear. In parentheses, <laughs> no. <laughs> such a married couple I'm just like yes we we are are. like I just feel like like everything you say like I know what you're saying (laughs) don't use that tone with me don't say yes in that tone because that's a no (laughs) okay (laughs) 
Would you like to pay for the $250 dog bowl or $230 dog bowl as the godmother? See, I mean godmother in more of like an emotional support sense. For who? Me or the dog? Both. <laughs> She's going to emotionally. My answer. You're going to emotionally support my dog over FaceTime? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Well, do you want to introduce our topic for this week? <laughs> Abby and I had a hard time debating what topic we were going to do for this week because we like to alternate between something a little bit more serious and something a little bit more fun. So, of course, I'm driving home and I'm like, you know what? What's more fun than our embarrassing stories? And yeah, what what telling you like all the times that we've made a fool of ourselves? And trust me, there's plenty. Just exposing I'm- ourselves on the Internet as usual. That's all we do. I had um, Boy Toy ask me what our podcast was about. Mm-hmm. I think he's like listening to it. <laughs> oh, I don't know what we say. I know. Half I the like, things we I say, like, like I like dissociate. Like I don't remember them. I'm I black like, out when we're talking, so like I don't know what I'm saying. He's like, do you talk about me? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you say nice things? I'm like, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's like relationship and like lifestyle and like growing up in your twenties and mostly Abby and I just roasting ourselves yeah. for an hour weekly. Yep. <laughs> Which you is exactly what? what we're going to be doing this time. Absolutely. We're really exposing ourselves this week. Before we start, I wanted to ask you, do you have any examples of the times that I did embarrassing things? Because I know I do embarrassing shit all the time. That being said, I really had to rack my brain. Because I try not to think about these things. <laughs> no, I don't really focus when other people do embarrassing things. It's more so when I do embarrassing things. My issue is like... When I do things, I can appreciate when they're, like, objectively embarrassing. But then usually I'm like, meh. <laughs> so do you not have a long list? Because that's going to really embarrass me right now. <laughs> I have seven things on my list. Okay, a little bit more than that. But here's, here's my thing is, like, some of these are times when I was just crazy, and that's embarrassing. Like, that's so fine. crazy, it's embarrassing. Do you want to jump in, or do you want me to jump in? No, I'll go first. Don't worry. I got you. Go first. Go first. Get right into it, girl. Mine are in chronological order. Beautiful. Um, the first one is when I think I'm like six years old. We're gonna start there because I feel like oh, wow, we're going way back. We're going okay. Way. I was in um, Baja Fresh, which is like what Chipotle was before it was Chipotle around here. At least it's like the Mexican re- restaurant. And my dad was coming to dinner with us late. He was coming off the airport, um, so he was like in his like flight suit and stuff. Like he was gonna walk in in all black. So, of course, I see this man walk in in all black. So I immediately run up and hug his leg and go, Daddy! And then it's not the right man. Not your father. I literally just, like, hugged this random man's leg just because he was wearing black pants. And my mother was like, I'm so sorry. I was mortified. And I still remember it to this day. And I was like, that is so embarrassing. Did he shake you off or, like? Um, he kind of just said, like, I'm not your dad. <laughs> Which was, like, even more mortifying. Like, he didn't even look like he was, like... Amused by it. Amused by it. So I was, like, really shaken up. That's so funny. That's a good one. Thank you. I mean, at least you were, like, six and you weren't, like, 14. I know, but, like, the fact that it still bothers me now when I'm 24. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you still think about it. (laughs) It still keeps me up at night. That's so funny because I'm, like, the opposite. Like, if I do something embarrassing... That is going in the deepest part of my consciousness, and I'm just going to lock it away in there. 
my brain goes, if we're feeling embarrassed about anything, then we're just going to think about everything embarrassing that we ever did in our entire lives as a moment. And you know, just compare it all. <laughs> just let it that run. That sounds really fun. A track in my head. Yeah, it's great. Love it. That sounds great. That sounds beautiful. Um, my thing, I think I've talked about this in the podcast before because it was truly so mod- so mortifying. Oh, okay, what's the context for this? So basically, I was seeing this guy. It was probably over a year ago now. And, like, obviously, like, we met. Like, he asked me for my Instagram. I asked him for his. And so, like, I was, like, stalking his Instagram. This comes in to play later. And, like, I literally looked at every corner of his Instagram, right? And so then the next time I saw him, it was, like, I want to say, like, our third date or something. And we were watching a movie at his apartment. And he decided to, he wanted to watch Kung Fu Panda, which is like great movie. I was like, so on board. A little bit of context. This man is Australian, but he's an Asian man. So we're watching this movie and I look at him dead in the eyes and I go, oh my God, this sounds so bad, but there is context for this. Give me a chance, guys. I look at him and I go, you do martial arts, right? He pauses, like the longest silence ever. And he looks at me and goes, is that a racial thing? <laughs> And in that moment, I really wanted to just, like, disappear, right? Because I was like, no. I was like, I swear to you, like, I saw a photo of you doing martial arts. And he was like, I've never done martial arts a day in my life. Like, never. So, of course, like, it's the beginning of the movie. I'm sitting here for the next, like, hour and a half. Like, just absolutely, like, doing a lot of, like, thinking. I'm like, what? How did I get that in my head? Like, there's no way I just said that. So then, like, weeks later... I look at his Instagram again because I'm like, I got that in my head somewhere. And deep on his Instagram, there's a tagged photo of him doing martial arts. And I was like, I, I knew it. I knew I saw it somewhere. So that happened. And that was a really, truly embarrassing moment. I remember that you were mortified. You te- I was mortified. You texted me in the moment. You were like, I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to say because you can't. Like, he was adamant that he had never done it a day in his life. And there's no way you can tell someone, yes, you have. And there's no other defense. So yeah, we didn't we didn't see each other for that long after that. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, shocking. Sometimes I feel like texting him and being like, I knew it. I was in middle school. And I think it was in sixth grade. So it was like my first year of middle school. Just switched to a new school. I went to Thayer Academy. And it was our first soccer game of the season. So everyone was getting really excited, really dressed up for like the soccer game, I thought it would be fun to, like, put face paint on my face. No. Mm. Sixth grade me. Really really into the school spirit. I hated that school after the fact. But, you know, then I was like, we're trying it out. And my school was their academy, so TA. Everyone Mm. called it TA. So I thought it would be fun to write TA on my forehead, right? Right. face paint. And I was like, that's, like, cute. It's fun. Like, at the soccer game, it'll be be fun. Yeah. Spirited. So I'm, like, working really hard on it. Like, I wanted to do it in glitter, so I did, like, eyelash glue, and then I put, like, the glitter on top of it to, like, make the TA, and I, like, did it really straight, got it really centered. I'm, like, looking in the mirror, getting it on there, and, like, I'm on the bus, and I'm, like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I look so cool. I look so cute. Like, I got my glitter on my forehead, and, like, it wasn't until, like, three hours later after the game that the girl, one of the girls came up to me, and she's, like, why do you have at on your head? And I was like, what? She's like, why do you have at on your head? I was like, what's at? They're like, A-T. Why is A-T on your head? I was like, no, it's T-A. She's like, no, it's at. It's at. 
I forgot that mirrors reverse things. And like TA is like symmetrical. So like it looks perfectly fine. Oh God. It was awful. I was so embarrassed. And I was more mad about the fact that like none of the girls told me until like until the end of the day. (laughs) I'm like, you like from that point on, I was like, you are not very nice people. Maybe it would have been better if you just never found out though. I know I would have gone home and like seen it on my forehead in the mirror and be like, okay, let me wash my face. I'm pretty sure my mom I look great. My mom would have let me know right away. Oh yeah. She she absolutely would have. She's such a straight shooter. I think all of my school spirit left my body that day. And that's why you chose NYU. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you decided to go to a school with absolutely no school spirit. No school spirit. I, I just like, I, they were not girls, girls. Let me tell you that whole no. team, not girls, girls. I can tell. So let me go out like that. Um, my next one was also in middle school. So there was this boy that I had a crush on for like three years. And he had a huge crush on me, too. We would, like, text and, like, we would, like, write each other letters and stuff. But we never spoke in person. Like, in a very middle school fashion, like, we could not have an actual conversation with each other. So one day, I used to play club soccer. (laughs) Another soccer story. (laughs) And I had mentioned that I had, like, a game this weekend because we had games every Saturday. He was like, oh, I want to come. I want to come watch you, right? And, of course, at the time, I was like, oh, that's the sweetest thing ever. Like, he's so cute. He's so sweet. But we're in middle school. So I kind of thought he was kidding. He was not kidding. His mom drops him off at the soccer complex, which is like 45 minutes outside of the city that I lived in. Drops this man off to come watch my game. So, of course, my game ends and I have to actually talk to him because he came all the way here. And it's like the most awkward interaction. Like, we don't even hug. I'm just like, hey. And he's like, hey. And then, because he's there alone, his mom had left him. My family had to, like, take him under our wing and invite him to go to lunch with us. So keep in mind, it's my dad and my mom in the front seat, and then me, my sister, and his name is Nick. Nick, in the middle of us, <laughs> in the middle seat, silence. Literally silence. Like, my parents are trying to talk to him, but, like, he talks to them just a little. Like, he's so quiet and shy. So he spends probably three hours with us. Like, he eats lunch with my family. He walks around with us after. I still have spoken probably three words to him. And then we drop him back off at his house, 45 minutes away. And I don't even give him a hug. It was, it was truly one of the most awkward, embarrassing environments ever. And keep in mind, my parents have to watch this interaction. Like, people are watching how little I can interact with him. And we probably talked for two years after that. Like we, and we never were able to interact more efficiently, more effectively. You, you still talk to him after that? Yeah, because we both still had such a crush on each other. <laughs> but then, like, middle of high school hit, and we were like, nah. Oh, my This isn't God. working. <laughs> I can't, in middle school, that would have been mortifying. Oh, it was mortifying. Truly so bad. And then he texted me within the last year. And he was like, you were, you've always been such an enigma to me. <laughs> oh, like, no what does kidding. that mean? <laughs> no kidding. Me too. I'm an enigma to him. Probably because I didn't speak more than a word to him. I, I hope you listen to this and can get some, you know, context to the enigma that's you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send him a link. <laughs> that would be so funny. Please do. He would listen to it 100%. Hey, Nick. 
So same year in soccer practice, I'm in the locker room and I walk out of the bathroom stall. And of course there's like toilet paper coming out of my pants. (laughs) We have one of those, but luckily someone did tell me that before I left the locker room. So I will give that girl credit for that. She was now in my good graces. Everyone else still didn't like (laughs) her. But her, I was like, she earned her way back in. She didn't let me embarrass myself a second time. God, that would have been so bad. Oh, I embarrassed myself so many times in this locker room now that I'm thinking about it. I was a hot mess in middle school. That's all I have to say. Like, middle school You were an enigma in middle school. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She did not have it together. (laughs) I was, like, in the locker room. I think this was, like, the first day of school, too. And I'm sitting on the bench, you know, just, like, zoning out in my own head. And one of the girls starts yelling at me. And I was like, huh? And she's like, why are you staring at my underwear? I was like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You're staring at my underwear. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just not staring at anything. I was just. You're just spacing out. Just spacing out. And apparently you just walked into my line of vision. (laughs) But like, how do you explain that as a sixth grader? You're like, I'm sorry. Well, it's hard because, like, some of those little things are so embarrassing, even though they're so small. Like, it just feels so mortifying oh in the moment. Oh, my God. As a sixth grader, like, everything everything was the end of the world, for sure. Yeah, I feel like when I was making this list, I was struggling because I feel like everything I do is a little bit embarrassing. Oh, now for sure. Yeah, but now I'm not yeah. by it as much. Well, exactly. So it's hard for me to think of examples because I'm like, everything I do is, like, a little bit embarrassing. Like, for example, Remy, my roommate and I, we were, she gave me this example when I was telling her about our podcast episode. And she was like, oh, remember that time we were like in a Starbucks drive-thru and I started playing Never Grow Up by Taylor Swift. And when we pulled up to the drive-thru window, you were bawling your eyes out to the song. Like, and I mean, like, like sobbing. Like, I was like, you would think that I had just lost like a family member or something the way I was bawling my eyes out at like 10 a.m. at the suburban Starbucks drive-thru in the passenger seat. So I feel like everything I do is just, like, a teeny bit embarrassing. But I feel like they need to know, like, that we've been embarrassing this entire time. We've just gotten accustomed to it, you know? Well, exactly. I'm, they, I'm accustomed. Yeah, they need to know why we are the way we are. And it's because of all Precisely. the stuff that we've been doing for years. Precisely. Like, I'm the kind of person to be like you, too, when someone, like, when a waiter tells me to enjoy my meal. Like, oh. that's the kind of embarrassing shit I do on the daily. So it's hard to think of, like, story times for it. But trust, it happens every day. I called my teacher... Man, male teacher, 35 years old, mom. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that reminds me of one of mine. I Once I said, I love you, bye, to my dance coach. And he was like, bitch, what the fuck? And then I was so mortified for like a week. I, I literally, like, he had called me about something because I was the captain of the dance team. And he'd called me about something like businessy, like something serious. And I was like, okay, I like I love you so much, bye. And I was like, oh. And you can't explain it because then it just no. came, like, the call just ends. Yep. So that happened. And you're like, well, I kind of did mean it, but like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I do love you, but like, I didn't want to say it, you know? I didn't want to say it. <laughs> like, it's not professional. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the, the, the mom thing really got to me. Was- <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said it to a man makes it so funny. <laughs> like, that makes it hilarious. He just looked at me like, that's new. Like, that's okay. He's like, never gotten that one before. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I was in middle school and I had a crush on this boy like the biggest crush and every single school dance I was like this is it he's gonna ask me to dance and he didn't and this went on for like <laughs> six six school dances 
Oh and my god. He would always dance with a different girl at each dance, but it was never me. And I was like, and we were friends too. So I was like, why won't this boy need to dance? Like he's the one who is gay. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> I was like, is this a, is this the gay man that you had a crush on your whole life? Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. So and that's no. okay. No, he's he's gay for sure, which makes me feel a lot better. I actually had a big confidence boost after I found that out, you know, because I was yeah, like, so it wasn't about you. It wasn't about me, which is great. Yeah, that is great. Next. So, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So we're getting ready for like one of the dances. Oh, we're not even at the embarrassing part yet. We're not even at the embarrassing part yet. No. <laughs> okay. And he's talking about how he is like, all this acne on his, on his face, and he's, like, really nervous to go to the dance because he doesn't feel like he looks good. And I thought it would be funny, as a joke, to say, oh, well, no. you know, what, go with a paper bag on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so... Me when I try to flirt. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God. I, was, I just walked away. I didn't know what to say. I was so, I was so mortified. I was so What did he say? He didn't say anything. He just looked sad. <laughs> You know he's probably rem- gonna remember that the rest of his life. Right? You're both probably gonna remember that forever. I feel so bad. Would you like to issue a public apology? This is your chance. <laughs> Do you want to make a formal apology to the people I've heard? Really bad at flirting, like really, really bad. But it's fine because you're gay, and I think you're doing really well now. That was one of the best apologies I've ever heard. Ever. Just and I that. would be really happy if I got an apology like that. So, so you should be proud. Okay. Would you like to embarrass yourself now? Oh, of course. So here's again where we start to like border on crazy a little bit. So earlier this year, and the context of this alone is embarrassing. I am always convinced that I have a horrible disease. Like at all times, I'm convinced that there's so- I have some horrible ailment. So like, a few months ago, I thought I had multiple sclerosis. That's kind of a hard word to pronounce. Well, multiple, <laughs> multiple sclerosis. Okay. MS, if you will. So like I make an appointment with a neurologist and I go in and the, I don't know what the correct, like, I don't think he's like a nurse. Like the person who comes in before the doctor comes in, um, comes to get me. And I take one look at him and I'm like, oh, you're so fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And, of course, like, at a doctor's appointment, like, we're getting personal. Like, I was just like, no, I don't want to do this all of a sudden. But, like, he's chatting to me. Like, he's asking me all these personal questions. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a crush on you. Right? Like, I have a crush on you. So, whatever. The appointment comes and goes. And the next time I come in, like, months later, like, months later for my, like, checkup, by the way, I did not have MS. <laughs> Shocking to everybody. He, like, gets me out of the waiting room. And he's like, oh, my gosh, it's you. He's like, how have you been? How is Europe? Like, he remembered every personal thing that I told him, like, four or five months earlier. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I missed you. <laughs> and here's where it gets crazy. So then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I need to go on a date with this man. I, like, I need to go on a date with this man. But, like, ethically, I can't. Like, I can't say anything. He for sure can't say anything. And if I did say something, like, he can't even, like, he can't accept. Like, I cannot hit on him from a medical ethics standpoint. And I did ask Remy's sister, who's in med school. 
I did. I checked my bases. So I was like, what if, what if I go to the salad place that's across the street from his office around the time that he'd be on his lunch break? Cause he seems like the kind of guy who'd leave the office at noon and go get a salad. So I did that like twice, hoping that I would run into this man at the Westville in Dumbo. So if you're like, oh God, it's just so like truly embarrassing. Cause I'm like, why am I the way that I am? And of course I never ran into him. Ever. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's why I love you, but it's <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't one of my finest moments. That's okay. I have lots of those. Trust me. I got still more on the list, so. <laughs> Mine is more recent though. You have an excuse. Yours were in middle school. Um no, this is high school. Oh good. We're moving on. We're moving up. We're getting, we're getting older. Still embarrassing, but, you know. Right. Got more life experience behind us, so let's just up it a little bit. Let's hear it. I'm walking in the school hallway, and this person is walking at me, and they wave at me. So I wave back. They were totally waving at the person behind me. They totally saw me wave. I kept walking. It's like, that was awful. That's happened to me so many times. So many times. So then... I'm out with my friends after school and I see one of my friends across the way and they wave at me and I look over my shoulder to make sure that no one else is there. <laughs> and then I wave at them and then they walk up to me and they're like, did you just look over your shoulder to make sure I was waving at you? I was like, <laughs> yes, 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 I did. Yes, I did. I have also um, fallen down a flight of stairs in front of the senior boys before. Done that. <laughs> a, flight. a flight? A flight. A flight of stairs. Were you okay? I was fine, but it was like a total like boom, 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 like like all twelve. Like, <laughs> like you ate it. You oh, fully yeah. ate it. Yep. Um. No one came to help me up, so I was like, "It's fine, guys." Like, cool, cool, like, cool. I'll help myself up. Thank you. <laughs> Did that. Um. Another group of senior boys was playing hacky sack, and they lost their and they were playing indoors, like for whatever reason, like the common room. Um, they lost their hockey sack towards me and they're like, oh, just like toss it back. So I toss it, it hits the ceiling and then lands two feet in front of me. And I just walked out of the room. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> they were like six feet from me, but no, I couldn't get it there. I had to hit the ceiling and pull up right back down in front of me. Oh, I don't, you I put so many things. I hope they didn't blame me for just turning around and leaving. I would have done the same. I fully would have done the same. I was giving a presentation in front of the class. And I knew my stuff. Like, I was, like, I studied really hard in school. Not that I was, like, felt like I was ever good at school. But, like, I did study really hard. So I had this presentation. And I was up in front of the class. And I get up there. Not, not a thought in the head. Like, <laughs> like zero thoughts there's nothing going on in there and I stand there and I have like my sheet in front of me and I'm just like stand there for a whole minute like legs are shaking I can't form words and I'm like and I just asked the teacher I'm like I think I just go and sit down and he's like and the teacher just nods at me I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just he's like this is too painful for everybody involved <laughs> crash and burn <laughs> Got up there, stood there with my note card for a whole minute, and just sat back down. Was that in high school? This was, I think that was eighth grade. Oh, my God. 
And that then, feels like more me than you. <laughs> I've never had a moment like that, but in that moment, I was like, it's not happening. <laughs> the next day, I went back in and I did give the whole presentation to the whole class. Perfectly fine. I told him you redeemed yourself. I, I told the teacher, I was like, I'm good today. I'm like, let me do it, do it today. And I right. did the whole thing. He was like, good job. He took so much pity on me. He gave me an Oreo after class. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to positively reinforce you. I know. I was like, I don't know what was up yesterday, but like, thank God he was just not a, like a mean teacher and was like, no F. Right. <laughs> the work. I know the stuff. I'm like, yesterday? Couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Couldn't do it. Yep. I was on a, a plane. I think this was in high school. I think I was probably 15. And I fell asleep and I woke up and I'm on the like the 30-year-old hot dude's shoulder. <laughs> I was drooling on his soul. <gasps> you were drooling? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm in the middle seat, so I'm stuck there, and I'm like, for the rest And you're just like, did you say anything? Did he say no, anything? No, neither of us said anything. <laughs> it was so bad. And then I never, no, neither of us acknowledged it. But I was like, he just let me sleep. I was like, why did you? Like, you could have moved. You could have yeah. up. Like, just, like, shuffled. Like, no, you up a little I bit. was, like, totally just, like, snuggled up on his shoulder. You were out. Yeah, what so a done, beautiful moment. So done that. So now I'm just afraid of people on planes. Right. Um, do you have more? Shall I keep going? I mean, I think my next embarrassing thing is pretty brief. I used to, and I mean in high school, like, early high school, write Maze Runner fan fiction. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I feel like a list of my embarrassing qualities would be incomplete without mentioning that. I like that, though, for you. It adds character. Yeah. It does. It has a little bit of mystery, I think. I feel like <laughs> I a lot of people have told me that I'm very mysterious, and I feel like that's just me just trying to avoid embarrassment at all times. So, like, <laughs> I'm the opposite of mysterious. Like, I just, I'm just so chatty that, like, I, I want to be more mysterious. I can't do that. I'm mysterious, and this is, like, the opposite of mysterious. Like, if you want unfiltered me, this is what you get. I tell you. Yeah. He's a hot mess. Um, I'm at prom. Not my prom. My town's prom, because I went to private school, so I was at my town prom. With the guy I had a crush on at the time. And he ditched me, of course, as soon as we get there, because, you know, that's how prom goes sometimes. If you're right. dating the person. So I got ditched. And then I'm hanging out with my other friends from town. And they said, we're going to this prom after party. You should totally come. It's at Corinne's house. Mm-hmm. I was like, awesome. Don't know who's Corinne is, but they'll send me the address and I'll meet them there. So great. I'll be there. Um, so then my date comes to find me at the end of the prom. He didn't invite me to an after party, but I was like, whatever. I was like, I'm already going to an after party, so I don't need you to Yeah. Go. And he and his friends are talking about going to Corinne's house. And I said, oh. You're going to Corinne's house? I'm going to Corinne's house. I'll just drive with you guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, you can. Yeah. You're dri- you were going to drive me home anyway. This will save time. We're just, we're all going to go to Corinne's house. Still mm-hmm. no idea who Corinne is. <laughs> so I get to this house and we're all in the basement hanging out. And I'm looking for my friends and I'm texting them and they're like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm in the basement. They're like, why are you in the basement? I was like, oh, there's, like, people down here. Where are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're at the uh, fire pit. 
And I was like, okay, like, I'll go outside and, like, look for the fire pit. I go outside. I'm like, there's, like, no fire pit here. They're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at Corinne's house. They're like, no, we're at Corinne's house. <laughs> like, are there two Corinne's in your grade? And they're like, well, we're at the junior Corinne's house. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> I was like, let me very awkwardly now go excuse myself from this Corinne's house party that I've now invited myself over to. With people you don't really know that well. With people I don't really know that well and my date that obviously does not want me here. So I go down. <laughs> Give him the most awkward hug of my entire life. Like, this is the most awkward hug of my life. He was sitting down. I was standing up. He didn't want me there. I didn't really want to be there. I had just invited myself over here. Thank you so much for having me and ditching me and not inviting me to the after party. I'm going to go find my friends now. (laughs) I'm going to go now. (laughs) So then I leave and I go find my friends at the other Corinne's Mm -hmm. house party. I had never met a Corinne before in my life. So I didn't even know, like, this was a common name that there would be two. Two of them. It's not like it was, like, Sarah or Emily or, like, Emma or, like... No. No. It's Corinne. Yeah, I get there, and they're, like, everyone's laughing at me. My friends are, like, that's so funny. (laughs) You're at the wrong Corinne's house. No, and I have to tell you, our party was so much better. (laughs) Their party, they were, like, stoned and dead in the basement, just, like, laying there, like, in Mm -hmm. the dark, basically. Um, her party, we were outside at the bonfire, music playing, playing games, everyone's trotting. So much better vibes. That sounds way better. It was way better, but I was like, that sounds way better. That was incredibly embarrassing that I'm so not the type to invite myself somewhere. And I did not think I was inviting myself somewhere. I was right. You thought you were invited and you were going to the same place. I thought thought it was like a big party. And I was like, oh, like, I'm also going. Right. No. Not the case. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, we're doing we're doing great. Um, so last week. <laughs> oh, perfect. We're modern modern day. We're, we're modern days. She's she's still up to to no good. Um, I'm at a wedding. I'm working a wedding. I'm not in charge of this wedding. That's really important. I'm not the lead person. I'm assisting the lead okay. person. So, I've never met this couple before. I didn't even watch the ceremony. I was stalking the bar while they were watching the while the ceremony was going on. Um, and after cocktail hour, we're supposed to shut down the bars at cocktail hour and move them upstairs to the reception room so that mm-hmm. the, there's only, like, one bar open at a time wherever the guests are. Mm-hmm. So I start shutting down the bar. And this man comes up. And he's dressed as a groomsman. And he's like, can I get a drink? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. The bar is going to be moving upstairs. You can get a drink once we reopen up there. Turns out he was the groom. We will always get a drink to our couple, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like, I wasn't rude the way I said it. However, it was rude that that's who I said it to. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, the person whose big day it was? The person whose big day it was, I was like, you're going to have to wait in line upstairs, basically. What did he say? He's like, oh. He, like, looks surprised. He's like, oh. Okay. Like, I'm sure he thought I was, like, the biggest idiot. But I was like, really? Right. You were just dressed like every single one of your other groomsmen had nothing to do with your outfit. I had no idea. He's like, there with, like, six of his brothers that look the same. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. That seems like an honest mistake. That is an honest mistake. I from him for the rest of the evening. It was five hours long. 
I would have done the same. I was like, I can never show my face in front of him again. Ever. Ever. Because I feel so bad. I told the, the woman that I was working with that was in charge, and she was laughing so hard at me. She's like, that's so bad. <laughs> She's like, that's really bad. I was like, thank you. I know. I know that's really bad. I was at a, a meeting with another one of my couples, and I – she was waiting at the door. It was just her. And I said, oh, is your husband coming in? Knowing fully well that they're here to get married. I was like, you're not married yet. Why did I refer to him as your husband? <laughs> That's your fiance. She just kind of looked at me. And I'm like, fiance. Is <laughs> your fiance outside? I was like, why would I say husband? I know. Did wait, so you corrected yourself? Um, yes, I did. I think I just started mumbling to myself very awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> you both knew. You were both like, hmm. I was like, hmm, not my best moment. Another time at a wedding, I've embarrassed myself. I switched up the names of the grooms that I had week to week. So I got her name right. I was like, oh, you're Elizabeth. And this is Adam. And she's just like, John. And I was like, totally cool. met John. <laughs> Poor John was like, who's Adam? He's like, who's Adam? And I was like, mm, Adam's what? like, Adam must be my other couple. I'm not really yeah. sure where that came from. That's so funny. So, no, I'm, I'm still out there embarrassing myself. My most recent example was probably at work when I had just started working at the jazz club that I'm still working at part-time. It's a hard job because you have to carry a lot of drinks in the dark in a very small space. And one night, there was a documentary crew filming the artist that was performing. And so they had like a bunch of really fancy, like super, super expensive top-of-the-line cameras that they were using. And I was serving a couple that was sitting behind the guy with the fancy camera. And so I go to hand them the drinks and the entire tray falls on the camera. Drinks spill onto the camera. And of course, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And he wasn't nice about it. Like, I don't even know. If I, I can't even blame him for being like rude about it because like I probably ruined like $10,000 worth of camera equipment. But I was so mortified. That entire shift, I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And then he was like, oh, so I'm going to get these for free now, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, like, assuming. And then I asked my manager, and she was like, you can't do that. And I was like, no. So I had to go to him and tell him that he still had to pay for those drinks that I spilled on him. That he didn't drink. So that happened. Did not get a great tip from that. Super <laughs> shocking. Well, you live to tell about it, so. I did. I did. I saw that all of our bringing his camera out in public. I see. That's my thing. I'm like, that seems like a you thing. You know, drinks are going to be going over you. Why not strategically place yourself in a safer place? That feels like a you thing, you know? Um, yeah, that's it for my embarrassing question. Or that for right now. That's, that's it for me too. Although I'm sure we would both think of like a hundred more. Exactly. If we had more time. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, guys there'll be more there's always going to be more another day of us oversharing exposing ourselves embarrassing ourselves on the internet for you so you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> hopefully next week i'll have a puppy to update you on i oh hope. my gosh i'm okay. so excited you should do a little photo shoot with your puppy oh you know i will perfect 
I might make like an Instagram for my puppy. I don't know. I'm, I'm you like should. way too excited about my puppy. You absolutely should. Okay. okay. Well, love you. love you guys. We'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.